0: Hello, everyone. Uh, Welcome to Awaken the Nation radio station. Um, This is your host, uh, Bishop Williams, and I'm coming to you live from Kansas City, Missouri, uh, coming to you live from the International House of Prayer in Kansas City. Um, I am so excited uh, to be coming live to you. Uh, We're going to be talking about uh, the coming of Jesus in our last podcast. um, about a week ago, we talked about what does this look like um, as far as the coming of Jesus. And we discussed uh, Matthew 24. And highlighting Matthew 24, uh, we talked about uh, in verse uh, verses 22 through 40, uh, we discussed um, his signs. And part of the signs were the Um, the situation to do with Israel as a nation and also the situation with the church. And so there's always this balance between the church and Israel, between the state and the bride of Christ. And so as we go into this, uh, that is where we're going to dive in now. So if you have your Bibles, we are in Matthew chapter 24, verses... Um, verses 36, and we are going to go into that. So if you have your Bibles, we are in Matthew chapter 24, verses 36. let's pray dear heavenly father we uh, thank you that your the sign of your coming is near we see that what's going on in the nations uh, it is because you have allowed it these are the signs of your coming he said uh, these are the the we are in the clarion call of the body of christ being returned to its first love. So, Father, return us. Return us to the first love. Return us to our love for you and for your word. Hear us from heaven tonight, we pray. Touch our hearts. Touch our minds. Um, Refocus us. Your body is all over the place. So, Father, refocus us. We pray it now in Jesus' name. Jesus name we give you glory and we give you honor amen so um, again for those who are just joining us and if you are listening we are coming to you live from the International House of Prayer in Kansas City Missouri Uh, we are coming to you from the actual prayer house where they have 24-7 prayer and worship uh, night and day worship uh, harp and bowl, uh, where it's a mixture of intercession and worship, and so we are so delighted uh, to to speak to you from this place because I believe it is very important that to understand the coming of Jesus, we must do so from the heart of prayer and intercession. So, as we dive into the Word today, we're in Matthew chapter 24. If you have your Bibles, we are in Matthew chapter 24, uh, verses 36, and we will start there. It says, "But uh, about that day or hour, no one knows, not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son knows, but the Father only." As it is in the de- as it was in the days of Noah. So it will be at the coming of the Son of Man. For in the days before the flood, people were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, up to the day Noah entered the ark. And they knew nothing about what would happen unto them, until the flood came and took them away. That is how it will be at the coming of the Son of Man. Uh, Two men would be in the field, one would be taken, and the other left. Two women would be grinding with uh, with their hands at the meal, and one would be taken and the other left. Therefore, keep watch, because you do not know um, on what day your Lord will come. But understand this: if the owner of the house had known at what time of night the thief was coming, he would have kept watch and would not have let his house. Be broken into. So you also must be ready, because the Son of Man will come at an hour when you do not know. Who then is the faithful and wise servant whom the Master has put in charge of the other servants in his household to give them their food and their portion? It would be good for that servant whose master finds him doing so when he returns. Truly, I tell you, uh, he will put him in charge of all of his possessions. But suppose that servant is wicked and says to himself, my master is staying away too long. And when he begins to, uh, to beat his fellow servants and to eat and drink with drunkards, the master of the servant will come, and on a day when he does not expect him to come, and at an hour that he is not aware, he will cut him to pieces and assign him a place with the hypocrites, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. So is the reading of the God's word. So as we go into this study time tonight, I really want to highlight, and again, as our custom, I will always start from the bottom of the verse and then work our way up to understanding what Jesus' point of reference is when he is speaking to us concerning his coming. Because again, he is answering the signs of the end and these answering the signs of what his coming will look like. And so now we are in the signs of what his coming is going to look like and he says no man knows the day or the hour except the father See, so that means no matter what you say or do nothing's going to speed up his coming he's just going to come back that's the promise that is the that is the overwhelming arch of the prophetic word that is going out to the body of christ now is that Christ is returning, so whether you know it or not, whether you believe it or not, he's coming back, and in his return, he is coming back to give an account to those who are on the earth and to those who he has entrusted with the body, his church. And so he has entrusted the church, um, the, the, the saints of God, the sheep of his pasture, to shepherds, to servants of the house and if we are not faithful in doing exactly what he has assigned us to do we will find ourselves lacking in that day that he is returning so he starts by saying if the servant is wicked and he begins to beat the other servants and he begins to mistreat them and he goes off and he lives a life of drunkenness and he gets all foolish says this servant would be cut down and thrown away with hypocrites. What is a hypocrite? Again, you have to look at the verbiage of Jesus. What is a hypocrite? A hypocrite is a person who says one thing and does another. So he is showing us that there are two characteristics of the church that he's going to be looking at in this hour and day. And that is the ones who are hypocrites and the ones who are real servants. The real sons and daughters of God are the ones who take care of the father's business. Hypocrites are the ones who will say that they are taking care of the father's business, but will not. They will decline in doing his will and doing his purpose. And so he says, this is what you are to be looking for. Those two characteristics, which one do you want to be? Do you want to be a hypocrite? and be cut down and receive no reward and no inheritance or do you want to be a good servant who at the end of these things he says receives great reward and is placed in the position of rulership over all that God would give him so there is a dividing line between the two individuals. And then he goes up to verse 42 and he says, therefore, keep watch. There's a clarion call. and That's why I mentioned that earlier. There's a clarion call that he's saying to the body of Christ. Keep watch. Why? Because you don't know when he's coming back. Keep watch. Watch and Pray. That's why I said it is very important that we are doing this from the house of prayer. There is a 24-7 prayer zone in this church, in this body, that, that is resounding across the nation of this watching and praying mindset, this harp and bowl mindset of saying, no, we will actually seek the face of God and we will not give no rest to our eyes. We will watch and pray. Therefore, he says, keep watch, because you do not know on what day your Lord will come. But understand this, if the owner of the house knew at what time the the his house would be broken into, he would keep watch. So in other words, if you value your relationship with God, if you value what God has given you possession of, what is he begin, given us possession of? Salvation, grace, all these different things. He says, if you value those things, you would keep watch. You, you wouldn't just allow yourself to just slink into laziness and get cut off from the things of which you have been given possession of. He says, no, you will watch and pray. And so he says, therefore, it is the same. So you also, so you also be ready because the son of man will come at a day and hour that you do not expect him to this is why i said earlier in the earlier podcast uh, that you have to understand that this position that we take is not saying that we can do anything to rush his coming he's going to come back when he when he's going to come back but when he comes back what Jesus is saying, though, is, will I find you doing exactly what I commissioned you to do? What is the great commission? To preach the gospel to all creatures, to baptize in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, to teach men everything that Jesus taught us, and to hold fast to our faith that He is returning. He says, Behold, I am with you always, even unto the end of the age. So there's this thing of holding fast to the fact that He's coming back. That is just the promise. That we're holding to that's the blessed hope okay of our salvation is that we are not just saved just to be saved we're saved because there is an eternal home by which he is coming back to give us and so it is in that that we're going home after this and so he says this is what you have to hold fast to so he says so hold fast you also must be ready because you do not know when he is returning and then verse 36 and i close with this because this ends our study on matthew our next segment is going to be studying the book of revelation and so be very present for that because we're going to really dive deep into what that is going to look like so as i close matthew 36 says but About the day and the hour, no one knows, not even the Son or the angels. This is why you have to understand and highlight that in your Bibles. The Son of God doesn't know when he's coming back, and neither do angels. So then it, it gives us a clear mindset who is actually going to be speaking about the coming of Christ. And it's not going to be Christ himself. It's going to be the Father. Okay. That the Father knows when he has put all of this under his own power and under his own wisdom and his own sovereignty. And so this is where you have to knock out of this idea that some angel came and told somebody when Jesus was coming back. That's a lie. Why? It's because Jesus said, the Son of God does not know, neither do angels. So you have to be aware, and we talked about this in the last segment, then we have to be aware of these false Christs and false prophets mindsets. That are saying, oh, see, look, he's over there. No, he's not. Why? It's because he's told us already that he doesn't know when he's coming back, and neither do angels know. He said all of these things are under the Father's authority, and he hasn't told anybody see so so somebody coming up with this little birdie mindset of saying well somebody said something in my ear and I think I heard an angel say that he's coming back in June that's a lie and that's a bold faced lie because that's not what God said what he really said is no one knows but these are signs to follow that will lead you to the awareness of his return you will not know the day or the hour but you will see the signs leading up to the feeling and the readiness that you're getting close See, it's like testing the water you know the water's getting warmer the warmer it gets you know then you can get closer to the time and so there's a closer of the time that we're getting to and so he says not even the angels know but the father only as it is written in the days of Noah so it will be in the coming of the son of man and I will close with this When Noah entered the ark, when he was building the ark, you find that he preached repentance to his fellow humans. And the Bible says that he was counted worthy to be an heir of salvation because he forsook the way of the world and he grabbed hold of salvation, which was in that particular prophetic timeline, the ark. The Ark of the Saving of His House. Hebrews, uh, Hebrews 12, uh, talks about this. He says for the for the salvation of His house. Hebrews 11 uh, also highlights this. He says that He became an heir of salvation. He forsook the world and became an heir, and clutching to salvation. That is a type and shadow of Christ. And so there's this idea that w- what has to happen in the days leading up to what we are in now, which is the coming of revival and the situation of revival, is that we are in this press moment of Noah. Noah was preaching before the flood came. And the Bible says up to the flood coming, they still didn't know what was going on until they were swept away. And so Jesus said, he says, so also will be the coming of the son of man. This is how the climate is going to be when I return is that there's going to be a dividing, a real clear dividing line between Noah's and those of the world. It would be a clear sign. Noah had a clear sign and a a mark on his life because the Bible says there were those who were not living righteous, but Noah was living righteous in an unrighteous world. So there has to be a very great dividing line between those who are clean and unclean, those who are holy and not walking holy, those who are pure and unpure, those who are righteous and unrighteous. There has to be a dividing line. Why? Because that's how the days of Noah were. They were being wicked, Noah wasn't. He was building the ark for the salvation of his house and preaching repentance. So that if he could just at least save somebody, and the Bible says, and nobody else wanted to go. And so he climbed the ark, him and 11 souls, and took off. And it was the saving of his own house. So I close with this. Are you living ready? If you're not living ready, according to this account, if you're not living Ready, Then get ready because he is returning. And there are signs everywhere of the present circumstance and the atmosphere is set for his return. So be ready. Do not be caught as the, as the foolish servant so that you are cut off from your inheritance. Be the wise servant of the, of the father's house. Be ready. Be ready and live ready. Preach the gospel. Be fierce about it. Live righteous. Live holy. Walk humbly with your God. Love mercy and do the work of justice. God bless you. Thank you so much for allowing us to come into your home um, from Awaken the Nation. Uh, This is Bishop Williams. Have a good night. God bless you. Uh, Have a great rest of your week. And um, until next time, remember, Jesus saves. He heals. He delivers. And he's coming again. God bless you. This ends our segment of Matthew. And our next segment, we're going to be going into revelations. So stay tuned. God bless.